This is Hacker Public Radio episode, 3424 Friday, the 10th of September 2021. Today's show is entitled, Normal Layer Modes, Erase Merge, and Split and is part of the series GIMP. It is hosted by Auka and is about 10 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is, we continue our look at the layer modes in GIMP. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. This is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio, inviting you to enjoy another exciting episode in our ongoing series on GIMP. And uh, I'm going to look at a few more layer modes here. Um, This is in the section of normal layer modes, which is the first of the sections for layer modes. Uh, This episode might be a little bit shorter because um, I could not get enough information on all of these. But I want to present what I can. Uh, before moving on to the next section. Now, there are three remaining layer modes in the normal section, what are called normal layer modes. Those are erase, merge, and split. Uh, Erase will erase from the bottom layer any pixel for which there is a pixel in the top layer. So, if the two layers are the same size, Using erase mode on the top layer would simply make the bottom layer completely transparent by erasing all of the pixels. To be of any use, I would think you would need to have the top layer contain some kind of shape on a transparent background. Then using the erase mode would invert that on the bottom layer where the opaque shape would become transparent. This would create something interesting, Uh, though anything I've been able to think of could be done in other ways and probably more simply, but still, there are some interesting effects to be had here. So uh, I need to illustrate this process. So um, I started by deciding to add a new font. We haven't done that for the last few episodes. So I went to Font Library, which has lots of open font licensed texts. Again, links in the show notes for all of these things. Um, And this is one of the places discussed in our episodes on free public domain and creative commons assets. Now, this license is considered free 
by the Free Software Foundation, which is a pretty good credential. So when I go looking for fonts, I look for OFL, Open Font Licensed, uh, OFL licensed fonts by preference. Now, I can use them anywhere without worrying about royalty issues. Um, In fact, I got an inquiry the other day from someone who saw one of uh, my articles. Remember, when I do these things, I always write it up first on my website before I record for Hacker Public Radio. And, um, you know, this this person said, hey, you know, I, I saw your article, and, uh, uh, and this, this happened to be about photography, you know, open photos, and said, you know, how about including uh, the photos from our website? And I went and I looked, and I said, um, you're not using public domain or CC0 licensing. I'm sorry, I am not going to include you. Um, you know, maybe I was being unfair, um, I mean, the license looked good, but I just, you know, someone's going to write their own license and then say, well, this is just as good as all the others. No, you know, we solved that problem. Uh, I'm just not going to do it. So anyway, back to the story. Um, uh, I went looking for something in the dingbats section and found a font called Fivefold Ornaments, etc., which had some interesting symbols. So I downloaded the zip file containing the font. I moved it to my uh, .fonts directory in, in under my home, so tilde slash .fonts. Um, and that makes it available to any application on my Kubuntu box, which is why I want to do it that way. Then I click the Fonts tab on the upper right, where you see your tabs for brushes, patterns, gradients, and so on. Um, and it just, you know, clicked on any font at random and then selected Rescan Font List. Now, uh, this made my new font a selection, so I clicked on it to select it. Then I created a new layer filled with transparency, selected my text tool, and drew a text box and typed some letters, A, B, C, D, E, which showed up as symbols. I then moved the borders of the text box to just touch the symbols and centered the box using the alignment tools. So you can go to the Tools menu, Transform, Tools, and then Align, or you can click on the Move tool and select Alignment. Either one will get you where you want to go. Uh, And I got a result of five circular, swirly symbols. Um... Okay, that was nice. So then with this as the top layer, I selected Erase Mode, and the bottom layer is still the toy image, and it erased. Uh, Where those symbols were was now erased from the picture, and it was transparent. Okay. Now, I thought, maybe I can put something under the toy image layer that would show through now that I've got some transparency. So I decided to do this with a gradient and uh, picked full saturation spectrum CW, which is one of the gradient options, Uh, created a new layer and used the gradient tool to fill it and moved it to the bottom beneath the toy image layer. 
Now, at first, this had no effect. But I created a layer group, moved the toy image and the text layer with the symbols into this new group, and then under the layer group, put my gradient layer, and everything worked. So now I've got my five symbols with a color gradient going across them. Looks rather interesting. Um, and, you know, if you want to see the images, you know, link in the show notes to the page on my website where you can see the images that I created. Now, another interesting feature is that this can reverse a layer mask effect. Now, recall that layer masks work by creating transparency, and so does layer mode. And it can be like a double negative. <laughs> to see how this works, select the top layer and add a layer mask using the button on the bottom of the Layers window. Make sure you select White, which is Full Opacity, and do not leave a check mark in the Invert Mask box. Then make your foreground color white and select the Paintbrush tool. In normal layer mask situations, painting the layer mask with white would make the layer opaque, thus hiding anything underneath it. But with Layer Mode set to Erase, painting with the white color actually makes the top layer transparent where you paint and reveals the layer below it. Okay. So that's great. We, we understand erase mode now. Well, what about merge and split? Now, these are obviously opposites in some sense, but there is no documentation of them right now. And I have not succeeded in working out what is going on with them. I did work it out for color erase and erase, which also have no documentation. But with my experimentation, I was able to work out what's going on. Um, can't with merge and split. If someone knows how these work, please let me know. I did find a video on YouTube from uh, Michael Davies. Um, it kind of touched on it briefly, but I could not replicate what he did. And there's there's got to be some trick that I'm missing, but you know that's what it is. I can't find anything in the GIMP forum. And again, there's a link in the show notes if you want to know about the GIMP forum. Uh, th- th- this may happen again with undocumented layer modes, since there are more of them ahead. When I can work it out through experimentation, I will explain what I discover. Uh, when I can't, we'll skip it and move on. Bear in mind that documentation is important, but it is usually the least desirable, uh, desirable job on any project. I learned this as a project manager. When documenting what the project did was like pulling teeth. And then the agile practice came along and made it sound like not documenting anything was a virtue. My personal view is you should document like the person who will have to take your place is a homicidal maniac who has your home address. And I practice what I preach. When I was working on projects at St. Joseph Mercy Hospital, I got rave reviews from the IT staff who had to support the systems I installed because they knew I would document them carefully and completely. So this is a somewhat shorter tutorial than usual, because uh, I would rather start fresh on the next group of layer modes, which is the Lighten-only group. So for now, this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio, signing off and encouraging you, as always, to support free software. Bye-bye. Thank you.
You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.